0: This is the Mosaic Church podcast. Mosaic Church is committed to making disciples that discover Christ, connect in Christian community, and serve others and the world. All right, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Luke, excuse me, Matthew chapter 1. A long, long time ago, there was a guy on my staff named Ken Velarde, and Ken Velarde Uh, I think he's working on his third master's or PhD. He's out in California today. But he would, at time, well, actually from time to time, would say, Mario, do you remember? And he would go back and recall a class that we took. Uh, We went to Southeastern University. Uh, We were uh, uh, getting a degree in ministry and theology. And he would say, Mario, do you remember? And he would say something like that. Uh, you know, do you remember Dr. Wilson when he taught on, on this subject matter? And I said, Ken, uh, I don't remember, all right? And then uh, one time we took class with Dr. Dusing. Uh, It's our, our fourth class of systematic theology. And in that fourth uh, class, uh, you talk and we learn about angels. And so I don't know if you've ever done a, a study research paper on angels. I had to do all that. And uh, I wrote here, the only thing I remember, Ken, is in those days is that I married an angel and my wife, Robin, um, but he would always, yep. and, uh, and uh, I would say, Ken, the only thing I remember from those days is passing notes to Robin and uh, and. You know, because he was talking about, do you remember that Thursday in, in March? I'm like, what? what are you talking about? And then he goes, well, he's still single to this day. He goes, well, maybe that's why you're married and I'm not. So uh, Ken had a great sense of humor. Today we want to shift gears and we're going to talk about um, what child is this. We're definitely in our Christmas season, as you can see. Thank you, for church people, for uh, decorating our church. And if we could put the first slide, that'd be awesome. And so, um, anyway, so what child is this? It's important that we read the genealogy because it's not just uh, taking up space on some white paper. Uh, There's a reason it's on here. So this is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, Matthew chapter 1. This is the genealogy of Jesus the Messiah, the son of David and the son of Abraham. I'm going to try to read it quickly, but I'm trying to read every verse. Abraham was the father of Isaac Isaac, the father of Jacob, Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers, Judah, the father of Perez, and Zerah, uh, I will be making uh, pronouncement mistakes, so uh, bear with me, uh, Zerah, whose mother was Tamar, Perez, the father of Hezron, Hezron, the father of Ram, Ram, the father of Amminadab. Aminab- Aminadab, the father of Nashon, Nashon the father of Salmon, Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab, Boaz the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth, Obed the father of Jesse, and Jesse the father of King David. David was the father of Solomon, whose mother had been with Uriah's wife, Solomon the father of Rehoboam, Rehoboam the father of Abijah, Abijah the father of Asa, Asa the father of Jehoshaphat. Jehoshaphat with the father of Jehoram, Jehoram the father of Uzziah, Uzziah the father of Jotham, Jotham the father of Ahaz, Ahaz the father of Hezekiah, Hezekiah the father of Manasseh, Manasseh the father of Amon, Amon the father of Josiah, and Josiah the father of Jeconiah and his brothers in the time of the exile of Babylon. After the exile of Babylon, Jeconiah was the father of Shealtiel, Shealtiel and father of Zerubbabel, Zerubbabel the father of Abihud, Abihud the father of Eliakim, Eliakim the father of Azar, Azar the father of Zadok, Zadok the father of Akim, Akim the father of Elihad, Elihad the father of Eliezer, Eliezer the father of Methan, Methan the father of Jacob, and Jacob. The father of Joseph, the husband of Mary, and Mary was the mother of Jesus, who is called the Messiah. Thus there were 14 generations in all from Abraham to David, 14 from David to the exile to the Babylon, and 14 from the exile to the Messiah. And the reason I believe that Matthew puts this here is to let us know that Jesus' birth is important. And this is how it says here in verse 18, how the, uh, Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, the, the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. And so after reading the genealogy, there's no doubt that Jesus was a man. I believe the list, this listing of his genealogy is proof of that. I shared with you a couple weeks ago one of the challenges I had with watching the show The Chosen, which Bill likes The Chosen, right Bill? Bill? Uh, and Rhea too, apparently she just did the fist of solidarity, Um, is I was, uh, so I know uh, without a shadow of a doubt that Jesus is fully man and fully God. Uh, However, I have a propensity to think of him more as fully God than I do fully man. And when I saw the chosen, it forced me to see Jesus more like a man, and I had, my mind was having troubles wrapping my mind around that. And so I I appreciate the chosen because it really forced me to really just uh, pray and ask God to help me because he is fully man, and the genealogy just kind of proves it over and over again. After reading these verses, I don't know if there's anything more that needs to be stated, but let's read on. Um, We know that Jesus was a man, but he was born uh, not like us. He didn't have the benefit of or the, he didn't have a human father. The male part of the conception was taken over by the Holy Spirit of God. So there's nobody in history, mankind, that has this kind of birth, this kind of conception. And so Matthew is laying down the foundation that is very much, he's very much like us, but very much not like us. So the question, it begs the question, who or what or who is this child? What child is this, is our title for our sermon. The Christmas carol that we will sing eventually asks the same question. What child is this who lay to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping? Whom angels greet with anthems sweet, while shepherds watch our keeping. We probably all have sung that Christmas carol. And so, what we're going to do as quick as possible is to look into the book, the Bible, for the answers. Now, we could ask theologians. It is interesting that uh, in some denominations, I believe in some of the higher ups, I won't name them, uh, but some of what I would call the high church denominations, about 70% of the ministers or priests do not believe in the virgin birth. It's very interesting. Uh, It kind of caught me by surprise. So we could ask theologians uh, what they think who Jesus is, and we probably would get lots of different answers. Uh, I guess we could teleport, and I think that was uh, Mackenzie's downstairs, but the question at the marriage conference, is like if you had a super what would it be? And I, I think it was Mackenzie that said that uh, she wished she could teleport, which I thought, hey, that's a really good one. Uh, I, we could teleport and go back in time and ask the Pharisees what they thought. We could ask King Herod. But I want us to just look at the scriptures and see that the scriptures will answer the question, what child is this? If you turn your Bibles to Luke chapter one, the angel Gabriel will appear in the Christmas story twice. Once to announce the birth of John the Baptist and the second to announce to marry the mother of Jesus. Luke chapter one, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David, we just read that, Since I'm a virgin, the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month, for no word from God will ever fail. And Mary answered, I am the Lord's servant, May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. That's a powerful little verse there. One day we'll talk about it more deeply. Can you imagine that interaction? Uh, I can imagine Mary saying, my son is going to be remarkable. How can this be? I'm, I'm nothing but just this humble young girl. And he's going to be called the most high. He will sit This would be mind-boggling, I think. He will sit on the throne of his father, David. He will reign forever. I can't imagine how difficult that would have been to wrap her mind around these truths. 2,000 years later, for us, it's hard for us to understand this. This is incredible. But there's a phrase in the scripture we just read that answers the question, what child is this? The angel Gabriel tells us in verse 30, I can't read that fine print, but 35, I believe it is. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So, what child is this? So, the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Who is Jesus? The Son of God. Let's say that again. Who is Jesus? The Son of God. Jesus is... Father is no one other than Jehovah, which means that Jesus is God. What child is this? The Son of God. So let's go on. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 1, verse 18. We're going to see another angel. It's Joseph's angel when he communicates with Joseph. And it says this. This is how the birth of Jesus, Matthew one eighteen Now, there's no mention who this angel is, but it sounds very similar to the angel Gabriel, which we just read. There's a lot of similarities. But nonetheless, either way, the angel makes this incredible pronouncement. And I'm reminded, if you have been here in our church for a while, we we did a whole sermon series on the book of Jonah, and it reminded me of Jonah chapter 2, verse 9. And it says this, but I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you what I have vowed I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. And so that's what we're seeing here, that salvation comes from the Lord. In verse 21, it says, she will, in Matthew, she will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because. What child is this? Because he will save his people from their sins. Again, there's a great verse. We'll tackle it deeper one day soon. Save his people from their sins. Now, I'm sure you already know this, but I'm going to tell you again, because I hope it's embedded in our hearts, that the name Jesus means Jehovah salvation. Jehovah is salvation or Jehovah saves. Now, it's very close to the name Joshua, very close. It's a variation of that name of Joshua, but that name Joshua is not the whole story. Because I want you to notice right after the story, immediately Joseph tells, uh, excuse me, immediately after he tells Joseph the baby's name, the angel goes on and says this, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. God with us. So not only does Jesus save, it also means that he is with us. And that is awesome. Amen? That we're not alone, that Jesus is with us. So what child is this? This is Jehovah who saves and Emmanuel, God is with us. So just a reminder again, we want to make sure we remember that Jesus is the son of God. Jesus, Jehovah saves and he's with us. So if someone asks you, uh, if you happen to be on the Jimmy Kimmel show and they're going to ask you what's Christmas all about, You should be able to tell them exactly what Christmas is all about. And you should be able to tell your kids what Christmas is all about. And so that video is incredibly cute, but also a bit revealing, right? And so uh, go home and and test the kids. So uh, Matthew goes on and it says, She will give birth to a son and give him the name Jesus because he will save their people from their sins now there's another angel visit in the story of christmas and the shepherds angels the the shepherds who were out in the field had an angel visit as well so again the question is what child is this and uh the answer will be given also in luke chapter 2 so if you have your bibles turn with me to luke chapter 2 in luke chapter 2 now in those days A decree went out from Caesar Augustus that a census be taken of all those inhabited the earth. This was the first census taken with Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone was on his way to register for the census, each to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the city of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house of the family of David in order to register along with Mary who was engaged to him and was with child. While they were there, the days were completed to get her to give birth and she gave birth to her firstborn son and she wrapped him in cloths and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. In the same region... There were shepherds staying out in the fields and keeping watch over their flock by night. And the angel of the Lord suddenly stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terribly frightened. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid for behold, I bring you good news of great joy which will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, there has been born for you a savior who is, and this is important, the wording and the way it's set out, who is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger, and suddenly there appeared with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest. The reason I pause is I'm from Sarasota, and uh, uh, originally in my home church, the Tabernacle does a living nativity, and uh, we did this for years, and that, that's, that song and that tape would go over, so my whole family, we know it by heart. And so, so I, was, I, I think I heard her whispering <laughs> under her breath. Uh, it's glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace among men, with whom he is well pleased. So listen, it says, who is, the, what child is this? Who is this? Christ the Lord. There's something grammatical going on here. It's, it's the phrase Christos Kyrio, but it, it says this differently. It says Christos Kyrios with the S at the end. It means that Christ the Lord, not just prophet, so Mary's angelic visit announces that Jesus' his son is God. We just read that. Joseph's angel visit announces that Jesus, Jehovah, saves and he's Emmanuel, God, with us. The shepherd's angelic visit announces that Jesus is Lord. This is important. What child is this? He's not only Jesus, the son of God, God's son. He's Jehovah, He's Emmanuel, and Jesus is Lord. So now we have another announcement that can be found in Scripture, and if you have your Bibles, Luke chapter three. God's gonna tell us who Jesus is. What child is this? Luke chapter three. Now when all the, that's like 30 years later from his birth, but he still will tell us. Now Jesus is baptized. Now with all the people were baptized, Jesus was also baptized, and while he was praying, heaven opened, and the Holy Spirit descended upon him in a bodily form like a dove, and a voice came out of heaven saying this, you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. God affirms and reaffirms what we already read in earlier on in the gospel. Jesus is God's son, his beloved son. God confirms with this announcement who Jesus is. So my last question for you before we wrap it up. What child is this? What does your life say Jesus is? Does your life, my life, line up with the angels' pronouncements, is really Jesus Lord of our lives? Uh, have we uh, surrendered our lives and say, Yes, Lord, I am a sinner in need of salvation? Are we believers uh, and we have repented and believed on Christ? So, yes, He is the Son of God. And, and if He is the Son of God, our lives need to reflect that. Our Finances need to reflect that. How we spend our time needs to reflect that. What we watch on TV should reflect this truth that Jesus is the Son of God. What we watch on the internet should tell everyone what child is this in our lives. I just want to read a little bit of the, the, of the Christmas Carol. What child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping. This is Christ the King, whose shepherds guard and angels sing, haste, haste, to bring him laud, the babe, the son of Mary. Why lies he in such mean estate, state where ox and ass are feeding? Good Christians fear for sinners here The silent word is pleading. I love this. Nails and spears shall pierce him through. The cross be born for me, for you. Hail, hail, the word made flesh, the babe, the son of Mary. So bring him incense, gold, and myrrh. Come peasant king to own him. The king of kings salvation brings. Let loving hearts enthrone him. Raise, raise a song on high, the virgin sings her lullaby, joy, joy, for Christ is born, the babe, the son of Mary. So as I finish this morning, what, is, what child is this in your life, in my life? I pray that this, not only this Christmas season, but this would continue to, uh, to uh, motivate us that our lives tell a story. Our lives tell a story. It's difficult to tell the story of Jesus, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords, the King of peace, if we're not relying on Christ to bring us peace, uh, relying on Christ to bring us joy, to uh, t- relying on Christ to bring us fulfillment. You know, we sang the song, uh, "You are enough." when we truly believe that Christmas story, Jesus really is enough because we know who he is and he's living in our hearts. When we don't understand this is when we start grasping for things outside of Christ to fulfill our needs. And, let me, and as you already know, our needs can only really be filled with Christ. So this Christmas season, I pray that your life can answer that question. What child is this? And you could tell people. And let me just challenge you to share this story, uh, the Bible story, with your family and friends. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for this day. Thank you for uh, your loving kindness. Thank you for the word of God that we have, that we can read this. And we can see uh, the progression of the story. Uh, Not only can we see it happening at the birth of Christ, Lord, we can see what happened Chapters later, when uh, Jesus was baptized, we can see chapters later when he was crucified. We can see it chapters later when he was resurrected. And we can see chapters later and how you empowered the church through the Holy Spirit. And chapters later, we can see how you dealt with the church. And, and Lord, we can see chapters later that uh, how you're going to return for your bride, your church. And Lord, we're just very blessed to have scriptures in front of us that we can read. But Lord, help us not only to be uh, listeners of your word, but Lord, doers of your word. Help us to walk out these doors, changed by your Holy Spirit. Lord, help us to be the life that yells through how we live the Christmas story. Lord, I pray, God, that you would allow us to share the story, the gospel story, In these next few weeks, especially when people are incredibly open to the story of Christ, Christmas story, I pray, God, that you would give us opportunity, that doors would be opened, and that we would be able to walk through those doors of opportunity to share your good news. Lord, I pray for every family here. Lord, I pray, God, that their kids wouldn't learn uh, the Christmas story from some cartoon or from some Christmas story story uh, uh you know the Grinch or any other thing although as awesome as they are Lord I pray God that every child uh in our vicinity Lord truly knows the real meaning of Christmas what child is this Lord help us as parents to train up our child in the way they should go we say thank you father we pray for again for our friends their home our families that are home I pray, God, for our little kids that are home with uh, ear infections. Lord, in Jesus' name, Lord, heal their body. Lord, we ask that you would continue to bring peace for those who desperately need peace. We say thank you, Father. We love you in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen. Hey, may the Lord be with you. He is risen. God bless you. We are dismissed. We want to thank you for listening. We pray that you were blessed and encouraged. If you like what you heard today, subscribe to this podcast and listen whenever you like. To find out more about Mosaic Church, please visit www.MosaicChurchTLH.com.